Last time on The Dungeon House. After traveling on their way to Darter, the party is attacked by giant bird creatures. Due to some poor decision making, the party ends up in a perilous situation, with Samantha being kidnapped and Ari getting smashed. Under distress, the party contacts Maurice and learns that there is a way to bring Ari back. They only have 24 hours to find Samantha, since she is the cleric. Can the party pull it off? Find out right now on The Dungeon House. Hey babes, welcome to The Rock Show. <laughs> welcome to The Dungeon House. Cool fact of the day that I learned. Did you guys know that penguins are only in the South Pole? Yes. No, no they're in the zoo. <laughs> Did uh, you yeah. know that Arctic and Antarctic literally means bears and no bears? Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I honestly feel super uncultured and unknowledgeable because <laughs> I had no idea. It's become one of my life goals to learn weird facts now. It's a good life goal. Well, here's a fact for you, Kyle. Did you know in most popular music, every 32 beats, the song will either repeat or like the beat will either repeat or the beat will change. There you go. New fact for the day. Okay, play the Dungeon House theme and let's see if that happens. even 32 beats long nope. i don't even know <laughs> all right so are you guys ready to get started yeah, yeah we're gonna save ari so if i remember correctly you guys have a deal with maurice that you have about 24 hours to give him 5,000 gold to get a spell that supposedly might resurrect your friend yes, yes. that we need a cleric to perform Yes. And the cleric has flown away. <laughs> That's true. So how we're going to do this tonight is I have 24 hours up on the up on my little timer off to the side. And so we're just going to go throughout the forest. We'll take, um, I was thinking about it, and we're just going to do survival checks. Uh, hopefully you guys have good survival things. My question is, do we want one person to lead the party, or do you guys want to take an average from all of your guys' roles? Average. Mm. Leader. Sarek, lead us. I thought Sarek was already kind of leading us. We were, me and Sarek were side by side. Okay, then you two. Have, have Ren and, because uh, Caspian's not going to do it. Let's be real. Okay. Actually, then we'll get like average numbers. Let's do random. I'm going to pick someone at random. That's okay. fair. Okay. So we're going to go through about, you have about 24 hours. So we're going to do about six checks. Do we know what time it is? It's uh, nighttime. I think uh, you got through the first watch, which was about three hours. Oh, and it was probably about like begin- three was, in the morning, right? It was about the beginning of the second watch. So, <clears throat> yeah, about three in the morning, maybe two in the morning. For <coughs> sakes and purposes to keep time, we're actually going to go two in the morning. Okay. All right. And so let's begin. So who... So you guys said Sarek uh, was sort of leading the party at the time? Yeah, because where we left off is Sarek literally punched Caspian, and then he turned away around and walked. All right. So, Sarek, as, as you're given the task of leading the party into the woods, it's dark outside. Um, you do have dark vision, correct me if I'm wrong. I do, that's correct. Nice. So you'll, you'll, you won't have disadvantage on this roll, per se. 
But as you're going through these woods, um, they're sort of thick right now. Is there any tactic that you have that you want to like navigate through? Let me kind of look here. Um, um, da, da, da. So, oh, so, um, you said it was pretty, pretty thick. Is that right? The the, the terrain, yeah. like pretty thick of trees and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I think just off the bat, he would have just um, taken his uh, his yakla. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, to basically be cutting cutting things down as he, as he moves, just to make the terrain a little bit easier to navigate. Okay. And yeah, I think that's just what he'll do for right now. All right. So now I need you to roll a make a survival check. Uh, we'll do plus one for cutting trees. I got a fifteen. Okay, 15. sweet fifteen. All right. So you guys begin your journey as uh, Sarek begins cutting away at these trees. So Ryan, okay. where are you from? The capital. Astoria? That's not the capital. Where's the capital? And the capital <laughs> is the capital. Oh, the capital. So uh, do you come from money? Yeah, that's why I'm stealing from people who are 12 times my size. Look, I had a really good friend who had a lot of money and decided that he wanted to steal from people too, so. Did your friend end up dead? No, he's out there. Then he didn't need the money that much. I want to talk to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a mom? My gosh, shut up, Rob, please. (laughs) Um, Tell me about your family. Like a bad date. She's twelve. <laughs> 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 <And a half>. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ren just kind of looks at Rock and goes, mm-hmm. "No, I'm good. You're good with your family, or you don't have one. Take it as you will." <laughs> well, I have a family. I know you were telling me about your sister that died. Yeah, I have a lot of. I miss Ari. Was that the one that slapped me? Still learning names around here. <laughs> hey, um, slip break. No, uh, Sarah, stand slip Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, tell me about your family. Um, there's not much to tell. Uh, you, you can kind of, you can kind of see that's a touchy subject. Oh, okay. That's cool. So you, that, that's just like visual body. Like you kind of just see him like kind of his, his just reaction. You can just read his body language um, and seeing that that's kind of a, not a subject he likes to dwell on. Rock's going to push it. <laughs> you you don't want to talk about your family? Um, No, not really. Like ever or just like today's a bad day? Don't have... I. Eh. I haven't seen my dad in a really long time and my mom was uh is not around right now ren chimes in looks her up and says boulder you don't understand social cues do you it's the boulder <laughs> okay, also, pebble. i know the social cues <clears throat> do you yeah i don't believe that 
Rock's gonna look at Caspian and then look around and then just like keep walking. If I was here, she'd say he just doesn't know how to follow them. <laughs> All right, Caspian. Um, what's your passive perception? Um, it would be 14. Okay, so as you guys are traversing about, you notice Caspian as you're walk, like as you're cutting sort of through these trees and going through, you see sort of this like black large object sort of in the distance about a hundred yards away from you guys sort of moving towards you. Okay. Um, well, anyone with a perception of 14 or above would see it, right? Passive perception. Yeah, that's true. Does Woo! anyone have that? Ren. I do. All right, Ren, you notice it also as well. Sorry, I thought Caspian had the highest. Rude of you to assume that a 13 and a half year old isn't good enough. <laughs> All right, so you guys both notice this like black large object about 100 yards away. Ren quietly just kind of mumbles. Rock might overhear it. Sarek might overhear it. It's not like a super loud mumble. She just kind of goes, I swear if that's one of those bird things again, I'm going to kill somebody. What? Where? Where? Ren, where? Like above the. Do you not. Can you not see it from us? Um, can Rock see it now that you pointed it out? Uh, yeah, as you pointed out, Rocky, as you're sort of like peering through the trees and stuff, you see this like black object. It's about two horses big sort of thing, just sort of like moving throughout the woods. Anything but the metric system, right? <laughs> four washing machines large. It is four <laughs> me- It is four meters and 72 centimeters. Rock's going to pull out his bow and then say, um, hey, Sarah, do you see that? Um, what would Sarek see? He does have dark vision. Yeah, Sarek, you would be able to make it out with the dark vision. Uh, it's still sort of like this black object since it is still pretty far away. Can it, what's the rough estimate of like distance wise? A hundred yards, roughly. Hundred yards. Um, I guess yeah. Sarek would look at it and just be like, "I have no idea." Um, do you guys want to? Do you guys just, well, I guess let's just wait to see what it is, see if it comes after us or anything like that. Nice. So are you guys just chilling then, I guess? I mean, I'm, I don't want to shoot it if I don't know what it is. Is it moving at all? Yeah. So you do see that it's sort of moving towards you guys at this point. Is it, I, is it like stalking us, kind of? What's in front of us? Um, yeah. We, 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 could, like, we could say, from your perspective, it would look like it's just hunting or stalking you guys. And it doesn't look like a person. It's not humanoid. No, it does not look like a humanoid. Rock's gonna. <laughs> Rock's gonna shoot. You're it. gonna what? Shoot it with his longbow. Okay. All right. Um, roll the hit. Uh, with let's see. It's wait. Can he call first and be like, "Hey, who okay. are you?" So you're gonna call. Yeah. So as you call, um, you see that the shape starts to move a lot faster towards you guys as it starts to, like, turn into a run. Rock's going to say, stop running or I'll shoot. With this, uh, it keeps on speeding up and getting closer. Rock's going to shoot. Rock's going to shoot. Okay. So it's about 50 50 yards away. What Um, would Sarek see? My dark vision is 60 feet. Okay. I, what's the metric system? So by that, this point, it's still sort of darkish per se, but you're starting to make out the likes of like brown hair as it's sort of the shape starting to form into something that looks like a beast. 
I have so, dark vision up to 120 feet. Okay, so Caspian, uh, you would be able to make it out not 100% clear at this point, but you would be able to determine that this is some sort of bear-type creature. Nice. Okay. And rock, roll the hit. Plus six. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nice. And I believe, are you within a range? It's, a, it's the bow it's of a, sparrow. It's a longbow. So 150 feet away. So yeah, you are not at disadvantage at this point. Good. Just barely. And what did you roll again? Nine. Uh, that will not hit. Okay. As your arrow sort of like goes off into the wilderness. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. Eight. Sarah got a twenty-two. Slipper got a twenty-two. Sarah. All right. So this creature is about. Uh, we'll go feet now for you guys. It's about one hundred and fifty feet away, charging at you guys. What do you do? Uh, Sarah, you're up first. Sarah doesn't have much. Um. None of his weapons. So I'm just going to hold an action. I'm going to hold a uh, one of my lightning launchers. Um, I'm going to hold my action just until it gets in range, which is 90 feet. Okay. Nice. Rock, you're up. Uh, Rock's going to shoot with the bow sparrow. Wait, is he now no longer in range? No, he's still within range. So you're okay. going to shoot? Yeah. 16? 16. That will, that will hit. Okay. Um, seven points of damage. Nice. As you watch your arrow just go into the darkness, but it looks like it hits its target. Nice. At this point, the creature is going to move, uh, 50, 100 feet. So it moves about a hundred feet closer as it's just in full sprint charging towards you guys. Um, it's only about 50 feet off from you now. As it begins getting closer, you're able to see that it's the likeness of this massive bear creature. Uh, you'd know it's not like a normally sized bear. Like this thing really is quite giant as it's like coming at you at full speed. And we're going to go to Ren. Hmm. Ren is going to pull out her sign meter. Scimitar? Scimitar? <laughs> I don't know. Scimitar? No, I don't know. <laughs> Scimitar? And she is going to just hold her action until the bear, if the bear gets in range. Awesome. Makes sense. Also, I forgot to notice, the bear would have gotten into your range, Sarek, of 90 feet. Oh, would he? Yeah. Okay. Then let me um, attack here. You roll the hit here. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a 14. That will hit. Okay. And then I am, I'm going to use my, uh, just a lightning launcher. Once we're turned, it lets me do a, deal an extra D6 of damage. Oh, okay. So I'm going to roll with that as well. So that is a six. That is another six. That is 12 plus three. Uh, 15 points of damage, please. Nice. Um, this lightning would probably illuminate the area, right? Yes. Nice. So as you guys watch this lightning bolt streak through the trees and like hits this bear, the bear sort of illuminates up and you're able to sort of make some distinctions out of it as it has this 
gnarly growl to it with like white white fur with sort of like red marks within the whole thing. Uh, nice. Caspian, you're up. I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. You're kidding! There it is! <laughs> All right, Warlock. I'll write the end. Uh, 18 plus whatever I got. That should yeah, be. that'll hit. And I'm rolling for my second blast. Uh, 19 plus whatever. So both those should hit. Nice. They both hit. Uh, uh, 17 points of damage, and I'm going to push it back 10 feet. Can I push it back with each hit? Is that how it works? Uh, I don't think it really specifies that. It just says I can push him back 10 feet. So I think that's kind of up to you. Okay, we'll do both one. We'll push him back 10 feet. That would make sense. Okay, uh, because it was sprinting, would it trip and fall? It's going to make a dex save real fast. Uh, It does. You do push it back pretty hard, but it does manage to stay on its feet. How much damage did you do? 17. Nice job. As your two Eldritch Bloods hit this thing, it's definitely taking some serious damage at this point. All right, sweet. You're up, Zarek. I'm up again. Yep. Sweet. So I'm going to use the exact same attack as I did last time. Just my freaking awesome armor lightning launcher. That is a natural 20, guys. Woo! That's my being. Yeah, you're going to kill it before it gets there. Also going to take this opportunity (laughs) to use my once per turn lightning launcher. So... Three. That is a four. So that's seven plus three. So would it be the seven that gets multiplied? Yeah. No. So four. Yeah. So fourteen plus three. Seventeen. Nice. Seventeen points of damage. And I'm going to use the exact same attack for my second attack. All right, go for your second attack. That is a 17 plus 6. And that is a 3. Three points of damage? Yeah, I rolled really low. All right. Nice. So your two hits, they go in quite well as the bear just keeps getting pounded before it gets to you guys. All right, you're up, Rock. Is he still in range for the uh, longbow? Yes, he's about 70 feet away at this point. Okay, he's going to go again. 19. That will hit. Seven points of damage. Nice. Nice job, Rock, as you're able to take down more of its health points. Okay. Uh, By this point, you watch as, like, this big object just keeps coming at you guys at full sprint. Um, It finally is able to like get in close to you guys as it approaches rock it begins to hover and stand like stand in front of a rock just gnarling its teeth as it ends its turn as it fully sprints to finally get the rock okay you're up run okay <laughs> that's this, yeah, that's yeah, this huge you, bear okay um yeah i'm gonna try to uh, i hate that it ended its turn just with motion to rock because now I'm like 
I don't know if this bear is trying to attack Rock or if it's just... No, he's trying to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> I shot him twice with the bow. Yeah, Bears but here's the key. Sarek's done more damage and it sped past Sarek. Yeah, but I'm cuter. That's why he comes to kiss me. He's coming to kiss yeah, me. Yeah, um... I'm going to hold my action again and wait to see what the bear's intentions are because <laughs> I am a druid so I'm very nature focused and oh, that includes okay. the animals and so I don't want to hurt something if I don't need to. Are you a druid? Yeah. Alright. Nope. That will work out. Caspian, you're up as this massive gnarly bear is standing in front of a rock. <clears throat> um... Do I let it eat rock? <laughs> we don't know if it's gonna eat rock yet. Good kiss me. Rock's first kiss. Uh Caspian's still shooting. Uh he's shooting Eldridge Blast. Again. Nice. Uh that's gonna be 17. That will hit. Yeah, that one will hit as well. It's 15 plus my stuff. Yeah. Gosh, you guys have been rolling well tonight. Now both will hit. Let's go. Uh, 13 damage on the first one. And 11 on the second one. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. So you watch this, like, as you blast these two powerful Eldritch And I push it 10 feet away. Oh, so about 20 feet away also. So as it gets pushed back... Um, it's gonna miss its dexterity save, and this thing just goes toppling to the ground as it begins to roll to the ground. As you watch, as like blood starts spurting from this thing, as you guys have done some serious damage to it. Day, you're up, Sarek. Um, shoot, man. I don't want to kill it if I don't have to. I don't think I have really anything that is not killing it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know if you, if I could, but would Sarek be able to detect or sense any like? Is is the bear trying to kill us? That's what I was trying to say. Kind of a um, thing. So make a perception check. Okay. So Sarek does, or yeah, he 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 does have keen senses so i have a proficiency in in perception skills okay let you go for it then so this is just perception right Mm -hmm. 14 okay so what sarek's able to see as you watch this bear that's just been blasted back about 10 feet it's sort of like trying to get back on its feet like looking around sort of sniffling it doesn't necessarily have that intense sprinting motion that it had before and that gnarly feigns at this point you're able to see that the bear does look concerned and not as vicious as before um sarah would kind of voice and she's like hey everybody hold on for a second calm down for a second i think the bear might be running away from something nah that doesn't make me feel better all right rock you're up can I move out of range of the bear? So you're going to start running? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Sarah did just say the bear's running from something. I mean, 
He stinks. He doesn't know. Well, he wasn't running before I yelled at it. So. All right, Rock's gonna poke him with his rapier. All right, so as you approach the bear, make your attack roll. Why does it sound like I'm doing the wrong thing? Fourteen. Yeah, that will hit. Roll for damage. Eleven. Nice. As you like, run up to this already injured bear and just give it a nice stab in the shoulder as it's on the ground. All right. At this point, you watch as the bear sort of like stands up and looks at Rock, sort of like lets out a ferocious scream. It's immediately going to try and bite down on Rock with its massive fangs. The face, not the face. It misses completely. Wow, that's embarrassing. So at this point, the bear sort of tries to bite at Rock and misses. It immediately begins to stand up and it tries to run away from Rock. Rock, you're going to get an attack of opportunity on it. Uh, 16. That will hit. Five. Ooh, so five points of damage. Yeah. Nice. So you, as the bear is starting to run away from Rock, you're able to slash your rapier one more time, sort of cutting its calf on the way out as it begins. It's booty. Limp- it's booty. As it begins limping away, it only gets about 25 feet away from you at this point as it's on its way out. Uh, Ren, you're up. Wait, he's running away from me? Yeah. yeah. How long has it been running away from me? Just, just barely. barely. Just that's barely. That's why you got the attack. That's why you're attacked. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the hey yeah, because he scared me. He almost bit my face. Um, then I say let him go. Ren is going to put her scimitar away. <laughs> <laughs> I chose the wrong weapon, you guys. <laughs> um, she is going to slide down the leg of the horse she is on to get to the ground. <laughs> you got to get down somehow. That's I mean... True. And she gives the horse a little pat on his, like, calf, because that's about as high as she can reach. She says, good job. And then she walks closer to the bear. And she wants to just kind of, like, I want to do a perception check and just kind of, like, get the vibes of this bear. All right. Just make a perception check then. Do I get advantage because I have nature, like, love? (laughs) Make a nature check instead. Okay. Make a nature check. Now, can I make a perception check? <laughs> <laughs> I just I, my perception is higher. Make a nature check. Aw, rude. It's a ten. All right. Um. That was so a what you try, what you'd be able to tell at this point is knowing what you know a little bit about the nature and stuff that this bear is running away at this point. Can I with a ten? Do I know if it's from us or from something else? you would tell it's running away from you guys with a 10. Okay. Ren is going to announce that to the group and say, guys, this bear's running away from us. Can we leave it alone? Because okay. it's probably going to go die now, so thanks, guys. Killing nature. Hey, Caspian, you're up. Caspian's just going to start walking towards whatever direction we were walking before we got interrupted. Okay, so you're disengaging in yeah. combat. Okay, uh, Sarek? Uh, I think Sarek would be like, yeah, well, I have no reason to go after it, so. All right, and Rock? Rock would move on, too. Okay, so you guys watch as you see this friendly bear that was coming to give you berries. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, but uh, as you watch this bear, like, sort of run off into the wilderness, just sort of, like, the blood's just sort of leaving behind as you just injured this bear as it goes on your way. You are lying. He was running at me when I said, stop or I'll shoot. 
Barry yeah. doesn't understand English. Oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> nice. And so, because of how effectively you guys dealt with that bear, um, it didn't take too much time off of your thing. So, as you've been traversing through the wilderness with that little encounter with the bear, it's only been about four hours. So, I need someone else to make a wilderness check now. I do want to know, Ren has scampered back to the horse and climbed back onto the horse. Yes. Okay. Who's going to make the next wilderness check? Is it wilderness or survival? Survival, my bad. I, I don't can know. make it. Okay. Oh, now I'm really nervous. I just don't want to. I should have offered. Um, it's an 18. Ooh, an 18. All right. Sweet. So as you keep traversing through the wilderness, are there any techniques that you're going to use to support the team as you guys go throughout the woods? I'm on a horse, but I do know about nature. So I'm just going to keep pointing out plants and being like, that one's poisonous. That one's not. <laughs> That's a tree. All right, we're gonna minus we're we're gonna minus two to that roll. At, at this it's point, Sarah's gonna light a torch. Okay, I was wondering when one of you guys were gonna do that. Yeah, he's gonna light a torch and hand it off to Rock or something like that, and continue to cut down. I can hold it on the horse. Or yeah, hand it to. Yeah, I'm being useful. I'm holding the torch. <laughs> nice. So you guys begin traversing again. Yep. So Sarah's gonna chime in. So Rock, where'd you get that bow? Oh, my friend gave it to me. You have friends? Yeah. Ooh, weird. Quite a few. <laughs> that's I don't know if you knew this, but I'm famous. That that girl that got carried away by the bird. Friend. You guys were the ones that were like dancing when you were five to me, right? Yep. Okay, I thought so. Just as weird as I imagined. Okay. You have no idea. Oh, no. You imagine all you want if Barry scrapes the surface. Oh, no. Sorry, what was your question, Sarah? Oh, I just, where you got the bow. It's a nice bow. Oh, yeah, you got it from a friend. That's so, cool. Eric, I've gathered from the people here that you haven't been here this whole time. When did you join um, the group? I joined it, pro- I think it was like a day before you did. Mm, so I, you're not the newbie anymore because I'm the new kid. Pretty much. Awkward, okay. <laughs> well, you're lightning school. Thank you. But okay, so real quick, I want to just throw this in there because you guys probably would have noticed it's a little cool detail. Um, so when Sarek uses his armor, you guys like see, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but you guys see like... Uh, faint runes glow up on his armor, like his arms. They grow, when he casts the lightning, it glows like a dull, whitish purple. Nice. You guys would notice. And then it also, after he uses it, the, like the, the armor, like smolders a little bit. And so there's like dark smoke that comes off of the armor. So, fun fact, anyways. Fun fact. Caspian is just very quiet. Just in the back. Ren wished um, that she had a rock to throw at Caspian. But alas, <laughs> she doesn't want to get off the horse to get a rock. So she'll just imagine. <laughs> Kyle, I have a question. I love that little insight into your head. <laughs> yes, David? How much time do you think has... Uh, it's been about four hours since Sarek punched Caspian in the face? Yeah, it's been about four hours. Four hours? Yeah, that's probably enough time for people to calm down. Um, so Sarah's going to kind of like 
fall back and just kind of let Rock and uh, I can't remember. Ari? Ren. Ren. Uh, Ari's yeah. dead. Yeah, I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm so- you guys don't give me crap. I don't give you guys crap for making up my character's name. Gosh. Anyways. So he, I guess he kind of drops back and he goes, hey, Caspian, I just want to apologize for punching you in the face. <laughs> okay. And he's just going to continue. It's just like, I just don't, I just don't understand you, Caspian. From what I understand, you don't have very much family or your family ties aren't very strong. And so it just kind of blows my mind a little bit. These people you travel with so much can be considered family and how seem you little to actually care. But I don't know. I realized punching you in the face was probably not uh, the best way to try and solve things. So I just wanted to say sorry. Aspirin doesn't say anything after that. Ren is going to sit upright on the horse and very loudly exclaim, wait, do we even know where we're going? We've been on the road for like a hot minute now. Are, do we know we're still going in the right direction? Do we know that we're going in the right direction? You guys are just heading in the direction where you saw the bird fly off, correct? Yes. Okay. Anyways, so by about this point, though, you watch as like the sun's starting to rise as you guys are traversing the forest. It's become a lot more easier to navigate. You guys are a little bit exhausted since you get, didn't get a full night's rest. And you haven't had any time to heal or take a short rest, so you still have all the damage from the previous day's bird attack. Zero. Yes, Rock, zero. Zero damage. <laughs> so by about this time though as the sun rises you sort of like look over a small little valley as you're looking in it you see as the sun rises it begins to hit these like yellow honeycombs that are hanging from the trees um at this point you start watching as like these hornets start emerging out of the honeycombs and start buzzing around i'm gonna keep walking okay Ren is going to look at Rock and say, so this Samantha person, bird lady, the one that was taken away by bird, her, how are we going to get to her? Do you have any way to, like, contact her? Anything that, like, we could do to, like, I don't know, actually get us on the right route? Because, like, what if we're just flying a completely wrong way? Birds fly. I don't know where birds fly to. Yeah. Looking, so looking like, down I'm, just, like, I'm like, an urchin. I don't care about nature's elements Look, looking out into the valley do we see um any type of like large or high area where a bird might go roost make a perception check i do want to know kyle rolled some dice and did a satisfied little head nod and i'm very scared now yeah probably the wasps he just told us about are probably massive I know they're not like regular size wasps. He's like these two foot wasps. Seventeen. All right, space. So, Sarah, as you begin looking out over this like small little valley per se, um, you do notice that as you are heading down lower and lower, um, as the direction you are heading um, is sort of in the correlation of like where the upcoming town that you're heading off to is. Um, something that you would notice since you saw this, uh, now that it's lightened up a little bit 
is it looks like the direction that you're heading in, the bird's direction, is in the same line and correlation as the lightning bolt that you saw earlier that night, earlier the day before. Okay. At this point, though, um, as you guys are talking and discussing and not really caring, the hornets immediately begin to come over and strike and start attacking you guys. You watch as this thousands upon millions, maybe, of hornets just begin to swarm you guys as you are heading over to the thing. I need everyone to make a dexterity save. How am I going to be dexterous with hornets? I don't have a response that. 15. 13. 18. Okay. Unnatural 20. Oh my gosh. So, as you guys, as the hornets begin to swarm around you, most of you are able to begin running away, like sort of traversing through the forest as the hornets are chasing you, they're buzzing wings as they're stinging you along the side. Ren, as you're going, um, you are on the horse. Yeah. And so the horse begins taking quite a few of these hornet shots as the horse begins to start slowing down, as the hornets begin to start swarming the horse. Um, you do start feeling some pain as you take about three points of damage as the hornets just start piercing you in. Um, you do also begin to hallucinate a little bit at this point. Um, everyone else is able to get it decently far away from the hornets at this point. I do need you to make one more dex check with disadvantage now, Ren. Oh, crap. Uh, and I'll make it for the horse. It is a 13 once again. Now, so as you're going, you're you're going a lot more slower as the hornets begin to start moving around you. Uh, your horse immediately just starts to stop and starts like weighing down and starts like going back and forth and swaying. As the hornets keep coming at you, you take another three points of damage as you're being swarmed. Uh, you guys look over and you're able to see Ren just in this massive swarm of hornets at this point. Question real quick, Kyle. This is a oh, hornet well. attack. You don't have time to think. Ren, make another dexterity check. Well, what, what I'm wondering is she does have the torch. I gave the torch to her. That's true. So with the smoke from the torch, <gasps> would some of the fumes or the smoke drive away the hornets? Even your bees. If, if she was waving it around, it probably would. But is she waving it around is the question. Yes, that's true. I imagine she would start waving it around when the horse starts slowing down as like okay trying to signal the people she's with, probably. Like, hello. Hi. All right. I'm tiny. So make another dexterity check. Um, just normal, though, because we'll give you advantage for the smoke, but disadvantage because of the hallucinating. 16. Huh? 16. Awesome. So with that, Ren, you're able to... You'll probably jump off the horse at this point because the horse has stopped moving completely. Oh, yes, I would scamper down the lake. <laughs> nice as you're able to sort of swiftly get out of the range of the hornets as you join your comrades. Uh, as you guys do look back, though, the horse has stopped moving as it's just sort of been swarmed by these hornets. I'm pretty sure Maurice is not going to be happy. But uh, let's uh, keep going and hurry before they uh, decide to come back after us. What do you guys say? Ren has, like, caught up with her friend, like, the party, and has, like, also, Loki kind of continued, and so she looks back and goes, way ahead of you, <laughs> and keeps walking. All right, so you're just going to leave the horse. Is that is that the general consensus I'm getting? Okay, so yeah, what's going to happen is I'm going to... Does uh, Ren still have the torch? Yes, I can also make fire. Um, I'm going to 
take the torch back from you, and I'm going to run back into the hornets. Okay. Why? Grab the horses, waving uh, the, the torch, trying to keep them off of me. The honey going? And <laughs> trying to grab the horse's reins and basically force it to keep coming. Nice. Okay. Make... Ooh, I don't even know what kind of... Make an animal handling check and a constitution check. Oop. Animal handling and Who's constitution. Armor? Hornets can't really get to him, can they? Oh, that's true. They, they can sneak they into the premises. They could, they could get in there if they got inside the armor. Just imagine that. Ooh, if they get inside. So, which one do you want first, Kyle? Give me the animal handling. Animal, animal handling was a 15, and the constitution was a natural 20. Whoa. Oh, okay, well, as you dive into the swarm of hornets, as you're waving the a torch that's billowing smoke out at this point. Uh, some of the hornets do get inside your armor and begin to sting you, but the hallucinogenic effects don't really take place. As you're able to start pulling the horse away from the hornets, um, you're able to sort of successfully get all the hornets off as you uh, bring this sort of wish-washy as it's sort of like fumbling back and forth a horse away from the hornets as you've saved its life. Aww. Yeah. Sweet. Nice. With that, um, as you guys do continue your journey, um, Ren, you will feel sick because of the Hornet's um, hallucinogen effects. Um, it will add about two extra hours um, just because it's been slowing you down and the horse as well. Um, do you guys decide to leave Ren and the horse or continue onward? Rock will carry Ren and the horse. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, rock, will, rock will carry Ren. Okay, so, but the horse is still... Style. The horse is what, still struggling. Like what do we do with the horse? It, it just adds two extra hours of traversing if you decide to continue with the horse. So that's a total six hours that we've gone through so far. Yeah, it will add, it will add another six hours onto your journey. Ren goes, he's a good horse. He's, he is. He is. But I think we should just leave the horse. Also, thank you, kind boulder, for picking me up. I have little legs. I can't go fast. Um, I think for right now. Time to a tree. Yeah. We'll come back. Tie, tie the horse to a tree, and then we'll we'll try and come back for him. All right. So as you guys tie the horse off and begin and continue on with your journey, um, you've been making it pretty far. It's been only twelve hours uh, without the horse slowing you down instead of 14 hours um you still have about 12 hours left to find samantha at this point um i do need another person to make a so real quick so sarah would have a general idea of which way to go because of i would imagine he would put two and two together be like oh hey this is the direction i saw that lightning yeah so Sarek would have, a, have an idea of which way to go. Okay. Um, so is it okay if I make the uh, yeah the survival check? Yeah, you, can, you can make the survival check. Can I rest? Natural 20. Wow. That's my third natural Woo! 20, guys. <laughs> Good night. <sighs> All right. Actually, with, my fourth. I rolled a natural 20. Does that cut down any time? So with that natural 20, because Sarek has sort of a, an idea of where to start heading, you guys begin to traverse some. 
with the sun up and Sarek's skill, you're able to start navigating through the woods very effectively, sort of jumping over logs quickly and not really getting slowed down by the terrain. As you guys continue onward. I have a question for DM Kyle. Yes. Not corporate Kyle. Not corporate Kyle, DM Kyle. Um, if Ren, hypothetically, um, asked Rock to carry her like a baby, could I take a short rest in Rock's arms? If you take a short rest, I'll have I'll have Rock make a strength check just because your body will go limp, and that will determine what happens. I'm a whole 27 pounds. I'm sure Rock can handle. I mean, if you put more pounds over, over a long time, have you ever had a little kid to like just yeah. they just kind of lean on your head and you just kind of so hypothetically, I could. I do have a backpack. Oh, so Rock would just have to make a strength check to see what happens. So Rock, Ren is gonna very. Gently. Oh yeah, I saw you roll that. You didn't see anything. I didn't. I haven't asked Rock. Totally she, hasn't even, she hasn't asked him yet. All right, all right. Ask, ask away. Ren is gonna very gently tap Rock on the shoulders, since she can reach them because she's piggyback, and she's gonna say, "Hey, I have a weird favor for you, Golden Man. Um, will will you cradle me, please, so I can sleep?" Um, no. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, oh, that's still not good. Uh, 12. All right. With the 12, um, you are able to carry Ren if she falls asleep. You would be able to do it, but it will slow you down by about an hour. Because Ren, nope. Ren will get heavy. Can I put it? Can I put her in my backpack like it's, a booty Bjorn? It still slows you down just because navigating becomes that much harder. Ren, Ren does say to Rock, you can feel free to say no, Mr. Boulderman. Uh, I'll carry you for a little bit. Cool. Okay, so Ren, you get a short rest. It just adds a quick hour onto the trip. So, currently, um, as you guys go traversing, you do navigate through this area pretty fast. Um, you make it pretty far, and it's only been about 12 hours, so you still have about 12 hours left. It's all about that budget. Exactly. And so, I need someone else to make another uh, survival check as you guys are on to your fourth check. Nine. Ooh, a nine. With a nine. You guys were going through some pretty easy area, and then all of a sudden the wood really thickens up as you guys get into some really hard area. There's some rocks you need to start climbing over as you're traversing this area. Hey, stop it. To the environment? No, to the people that keep climbing over him. Okay, you guys are traversing. What what do we see at this point? Is it just thick forest? Yeah, so this is like very thick. It's really hard to see. There's a lot of rocks and foliage as you guys have sort of gotten yourself stuck in this like really thick area. Hey, so this is can Rock maybe do an investigation and see if since it is dense wood to see if he can see any because the bird was injured. So she wants to see if there's any like broken tops of trees or any evidence that there was. Or like I don't know, maybe a fallen dagger from yeah, or something. His dagger cloud. Yeah. Make make an investigation check. Make an investigation check. Eighteen. All right, all right. I like the creativity. So as you guys are traversing, like it is dark, like it is thick area, right? There's stones, rocks, right? Mm-hmm. You do notice, Rock, as you're climbing over a specific boulder, that there's a mat. There's sort of like a blood drop that's sort of in there, right? Just some massive one throughout. 
Um, as you are looking, you do notice that there are also like feathers that look to be caught within sort of the tree branches up above. So Rock's gonna call over and be like, hey guys, look at this. Ren sleepily looks up from Rock's arm and goes, hmm, those feathers. Not you, not you, not you. I was talking to Sarah. <laughs> and then she goes back to sleep. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess Sarah would go look and be like, well, I guess we're on the right track. So since they kind of know where they're going with confidence, do they move faster? Yeah, I'll um, I'll shorten the trip. I'll shorten the trip. Yeah, nice. With that, um, it was originally going to take you five hours to get through this area, but because you have a little bit more confidence, you're able to see the blood and bird feathers a bit, knowing you're on the right path. It only takes about four hours through. Oh, sweet. So we're at 16, right? Does climb back onto Rock's back whenever her short rest is over. You guys are at 16 hours, so you only have about eight hours left. As you are going through, though, you do start hearing howls in the distance. Any Anything you want to do after hearing these howls? It's still daytime, though, right? Yes. Wait, they howl to the sun. But you do start hearing that. Okay. Yeah. I guess Sarah would just be like, hey, we should probably go a little bit faster. Look, man, I'm I'm getting tired. Yeah, I understand. Um who who's tired and who's not? I'm not tired. I have taken a nap. I am not tired. <laughs> but I can stay with Caspian and nap some more. I like to nap. Um, if like you and Boulder would like to like scout ahead, maybe like see what's going on up ahead with the howls. Okay, yeah, go ahead. You you, you two can stay here. Rock, are you ready? Are yeah, you willing keep, to push let's, on? Let's keep going. Yeah. So you guys are splitting the party. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. So, let me just clarify what I'm hearing. So Rock and Sarek are continuing the journey right now and are continuing to push forward while Ren and Caspian are taking the rest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so Sarek and Rock, you guys do continue. Um, after about, are you guys taking a short rest? Yeah. Ren and Caspian. So, yeah. so as you guys are waiting for an hour, there's going to be an hour separation distance between you two. Right. Um, can we have scouted for like a place to rest? Not just like we're not just like in middle of like the trail we were on. Like, hey, we're gonna sit here. Make a survival check. <laughs> Both of us or me? Not just 20. Caspian. Go, oh, Caspian. Sweet. Great. So, look, when that, he's tired and he wants to sleep, he'll find a place. That might actually just save your lives. Um. So as you guys, you're able to find just like almost this perfect little like niche cavern looking thing that gives you just like perfect shelter to like take a nap in um while you are there though taking your nap you do hear the shuffling of like almost like multiple creatures sort of running by at this point uh sort of searching around you do hear them as they come closer and closer to where you guys are taking your nap at you are you are pretty hidden where you're at at this point as you're hearing these creatures sort of approach the general area that you're at um can I cast press the digitation? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> um, and I'm just gonna mask our scent. Nice. Awesome. With that, um, as your scent is now masked, you just wait patiently as eventually these creatures um, that you don't know about begin to move off and run up and head off 
and you have no encounter with them during your short rest. Woo! They run up to Rock and Sarek. <laughs> nice. Okay, you guys are separated, though, by about an hour dis- difference. And so you guys will now make different wilderness checks because you are separate parties at this point. It has been about 17 hours for... So it's been 17 hours for Sarek and Rock, and it's been 18 hours for um, Ren and Caspian. But Sarek and Rock are ahead. Um, so Sarek and Rock, will you guys make a roll? 16. Okay, 16. Nice job. So Rock, you and Sarek are sort of traversing pretty well. And as you sort of get to this area where it's a lot more clear, uh, you're making really good pace as you and Sarek are walking. Nice. As you start getting closer and closer to where you think believe this lightning spot might have been at Sarek, you do start noticing that there's almost like burnt things around you guys, sort of like burnt trees or like bushes that seem like they've been ripped out of the ground, massive imprints of large creatures and stuff like that, ranging in sizes and abilities as you guys are traversing this area. Well, this Dragons. is- I don't know about dragons. I saw a, a lightning strike the other night, and so it definitely looks like there might have been some type of fire. Um, let's let's keep going. We got to go as fast as we can. We don't have much time left. Okay. So as you guys traverse through this area, you do come across something interesting, and sort of the what looks to be like one of the crevices by a huge foot. You see that there's sort of this short looking man sort of standing in this like little indent in the ground. He has like a nice little pointy little hat with a backpack on as he's sort of taking a knife and cutting some of the grass samples out within this foot. Um, he then looks up at you guys as he sort of stares at you in the eyes and says, well, hello there. Uh, hi. How are, how are you? I'm doing quite dandy today. My name is Theo. What's your name? Um, I'm Sarek. Nice to meet you, Sarek. And what about you? Have you seen a giant bird? Giant bird? Well, I've seen a lot of giant things recently. Yeah, recently. Flew over here, was carrying a, a, a girl. Probably. Was it one of the giant birds that attacked the village? Indeed. Probably. I don't know. Now, we've uh, definitely some mighty weird things happening right now. Hopefully... I don't know where they all went. A lot of dead people right now, so hopefully she ain't that dead. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Uh, hey, we'll, we'll come back and talk, but uh, do you want to come with us to go find a bird? Uh, what's in it for me? Uh, some money. Money? And some good times. All right. I do like me some money. I can, like, help you out in some ways. I've sort of been, like, a resident of this area for a while. You know, just been sort of traveling around, trading my wares and stuff like that. Would you guys be able to maybe purchase some items right now? Oh, you have stuff to sell? Yeah. Okay, Uh, what do you have to sell? At this point, you watch as this merchant sort of throws his backpack over his shoulder and begins, like, foraging through it. I got some blue mushrooms, red mushrooms, green mushrooms, as he begins throwing mushrooms everywhere. These are these are some of the finest mushrooms in this here area. Sure, take them, take them. Come on, let's go. We gotta go. We gotta go find a bird. All right, that'll be ten gold pieces of mushroom. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna buy right now. Put them back in your backpack. Let's go find the bird. Uh, will you buy after we find the bird? 
Uh, well, that depends on how good you are at finding the bird. All right, I'll, I'll help you guys find the bird for a small finder's fee, uh, 50 gold pieces by the end of this. Sarah, do you have money? I know you have money. I, I have money. All my money is going to buying the life of my friend. Yeah, who wants a little debt? Yeah, I got money. <laughs> All right, I will help you guys out in finding this uh, sad bird. I know this area pretty well. Good, good, okay. Uh, off we go. All right, and so with that... I need you guys to make one more survival check. You want it, Rock? Oh, no, go ahead. Make one more survival 15. check. 15. Nice. Imagine having to go find and save the day, and we find nor save no one. No All right. No so one nor can save. So after about 22 hours with the... Uh, oh, yeah, you did get advantage because that guy was helping you out if you want to roll one more time. That is an 18. Oh, Woo, even that's better. better. So... After you guys have been searching for a while, and with the help of the, your friend Theo that you met, um, he cuts your time pretty well, and it's been about 22 hours as, you, as you've sort of traversed this area. You do enter sort of this, like, clearing, in a sense. And as you're looking around, you see that there's a lot of, like, damage that's been here. A lot of trees that have been yanked out of the ground. A lot of, like, feathers that have been flowered everywhere. Um, you do That's see as the trees have sort of been pushed down in the distance as if just being broken and stuff like that. Okay. Then what? I don't know. This is where you're at. Oh, we're just going to keep going then. You're just going to keep going. Okay. I'm going to make a perception check. Wait, what? Before we, I'm going to make a perception check. So I if I like see any like it's like wow something big was here do i see this big thing that caused big damage okay make an investigation check instead oh an investigation check huh yeah jokes on you kyle i got an 18 plus a six because investigation is actually my strong suit nice so sarah with your investigation you begin to look around and this is a very weird location that you've landed in. And Theo's like, oh, this shit, this ain't right over here. This might be where the bird's at, right? With that, you do sort of begin pushing over the thing. As you sort of see this like final resting spot as you locate, just sort of sitting in the weeds, knocked unconscious, the body of Samantha just laying there. As you do see Samantha about 10, maybe 20 feet past her, you also make out the likes of this naked arrow. A okra also laying in the field. Wait, a naked okra? Yeah, okra, yeah. Like the bird people. Can they be naked with feathers? <laughs> yes. Yes. They wear clothes. They wear clothes. Our okras wear clothes. No, no, it clothes. doesn't have any clothes on right now. It's naked, but it has feathers, so it's sort of naked. Um. But that's what you and Rock stumble across. Shoot. Okay. So I guess I would kind of. You want to check? Sit to you, share that. Be like, hey, uh, there is Samantha. I see Samantha. There's also an Arakokra out in the middle of the field. What does the Arakokra look like? Um, so this Arakokra that you're looking at, it's sort of got white feathers on it. Uh, maybe a couple black feathers, but it just looks like sort of beaten up and definitely some scratches and blood coming off of it. You don't know if it's alive or not. Male or female? Male. Well, that would make a difference. Okay. Uh, so, Rock's going to first run to Samantha and be like, is she conscious? No, she, she's sort of like not awake right now. Uh, uh, Rock is going to try to shake Samantha awake. 
Okay, so as you shake Samantha awake, you watch as like Samantha's eyes sort of begin to start moving as Samantha regains consciousness. And she had a nice long rest, so she's probably all better, huh? Um, <laughs> Samantha, as you regain consciousness, your memories are still a little vague of last night, but pretty much you remember it's just flying for a while. And then all of a sudden the bird just like stopped flying, stopped giving out a little bit and began and crashed down into the forest. And that's what you remember as you come to mm-hmm. what are you doing out? what what are you doing what am i doing right now uh, rescuing you my gosh can you stand i don't want to right now oh my gosh stand <laughs> up samantha stand up we need you did you say please please stand up okay ari's dead <laughs> oh where's she at dead well, no, the body. Oh, the body is back at where the birds, the camp, the back camp. Oh, mm. I remember flying. I flew. You did fly. I'm so proud of you. Come on, let's go. Oh, okay. Wait, there's a naked bird over there. Uh, Rock's going to go over and try to wake up the naked bird. <laughs> All right. Um, as you shake this naked bird, you start seeing as he, like, Starts like moving his head a little bit. At this point, Theo's gonna run up to your rock. All right, so I helped you guys out. Can I get my finder's feet now? Does Rock recognize the bird? Rock does not recognize the bird. Good. Oh my gosh, that would be so scary. <laughs> and here's your dead friend. Like, oh my gosh, like that's enough. <laughs> I've had enough. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Rock's gonna be like, I think this boy is the giant chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and he's pointing to the naked Akokra. And then can I curve around and like hold rocks on like, are you, are you the naked chicken? At this point, you watch this like the Akokra sort of wakes up, sort of like turns his head and says, where, where, where am I? I guess Sarah would kind of walk up and be like, you're in the middle of nowhere, buddy. <laughs> uh, my, my head as the Akokra sort of like curls up to it into a ball and begins like rocking back and forth. Can I heal him? Yeah, heal him. Can she heal him? She can do whatever she wants. Heal him, heal him, heal him. Wait, if you heal him, will he turn back into a giant chicken? (laughs) What did you say, chicken? I don't remember what type of bird it was in my head. It was a turkey, like a Thanksgiving turkey. You can't. I was not to be killed by a chicken or a turkey. In my head, it was a giant turkey. Pigeon. All right, what are you going to do? Uh, wait, will you, will you, will I, oh, 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 I'm, I have, I'm useless, I'm absolutely useless. I need to take a nap, we need to get back. Okay, don't We do need to get back, we don't have very much time to get back. So I'm gonna know. cast Healing Word. I cast it. On the bird? On the bird. On the bird, man. Alright, you watch as the bird, uh, he starts, stops like shaking his head and then like sort of looks up at you guys again. What, what's, what's going on? You are naked. <laughs> and like looks down at himself. Okay. <laughs> Rock's gonna be like, Rock's gonna be like, look, I, I don't know what happened, but you need to come with us and you need to move fast. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. As so you watch this bird sort of like stand up. It's like, where, where are we off to? Birdman, Birdman. What? Do you have a big... Bird mother? Oh my gosh, we have to go. Go. No asking questions. 
Rock's but, gonna hold Samantha and walk, just walk, yeah. walk, walk, like linking arms, kind of where, like. Where, where are we going? Where are we going? I, I don't know. <laughs> nice. And at this point, Theo's gonna come up and like physically stop you, Rock, and he says like, "Well, I helped you find this bird. I want my finder's fee now." Now we gotta go back and find my friends that have our money, that have my dead friend that we need to heal. You gotta come with us. The, the task is not completed, my friend. Oh my goodness. All right, all right. I want 100 gold now. You can't just up the price. You get what you get. Are you threatening me? No, I'm just not fighting with you about this when my dead friend needs this <laughs> cleric <laughs> and there's a dead bird that I was not planning on taking with me that's apparently still alive. We got we got to move, Theo. We got to right. go. All right, and, fine, fine, okay, fine. Thank you. Okay. As you guys head out, it has been about 22 hours. So you have about two hours left for this photo work. Okay. Two okay. hours? Okay, so... Um, Scheisse. So, Sarek is... Where is Ari's body? Back in camp. With Naiva. Yeah. attack. So, question. And if, if we were to fly, how long would it take to get there? In flight. Ooh, if you were to fly, it would take one hour. One hour? I'm going to ask the Arakokra if he could fly and fly Samantha as well with him. Take Samantha with him. So as you ask the Arakokra that, he's like, yeah, I, I guess I can fly there. It, it might be a little heavy to take this girl with me, but yeah. Are you calling but- me back? Get him, Samantha. Samantha. Get him. I just, I look at the Arakokra and I'm like, okay, look, don't don't even stress. She just she woke up. She's cranky. Like, anyways, what, what am I doing? What do you need me to do? I'm so confused right now. So I just explained, like, hey, okay, so we had a we had we, we were attacked last night, and our friend died from this attack. We have a way to bring her back to life, but we need our friend Samantha here, who's a cleric, to go back and cast the spell to bring her back to life oh okay but we we we, we, we've been traveling for about 20 22 ish hours and we only have and three hours left and so if you could take her back or two hours yeah if we've been traveling for 22 hours how many hours are in a day sarah doesn't know (laughs) Um, anyways so yeah just kind of explain that to him and just like can you take samantha and drop her off at our camp. I kind of just like explained to him where the camp was at, where we were at on the road. Yeah, I, I, I guess I can do that. I, my head's a little hazy and I don't know where my mom's at right now, but yeah, I, I can do that. Okay, thank you. Um, and uh, Sarek is going to tell Rock, Rock, all the money you have, give to Samantha. This is outside of the range of this Timothy guy or whatever. His, his name's Timothy, right? Yeah. Theo. Anyway, Theo. Um, outside of the range of Theo. So she can uh, basically get in touch with uh, Maurice and buy the spell and cast the spell. Um, is that the plan, Samantha? Are you down for that? Do you know what's going yeah. on? Yeah. Fly, dear friend. Let's be friends. Maybe uh, has a tunic to put around him that would be much appreciated. <laughs> All right. So Samantha and the naked A. Kokra fly off um, I just... back to camp. <laughs> also at this point, Ren and Caspian make a survival check. Both of us? Just one. Oh. 
Are we, I'm assuming we're moving, what, how are we going? I, I would assume we're moving towards that direction that they're headed. Yeah, like that they were that headed. Because I assume we would assume they would come back. That I'm way. probably just walking and not going very fast. That's great. I have little legs. <laughs> so you're probably running and he's just walking. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> scampering. <laughs> Wait up. Your legs are too long. Ten. Okay. Okay, sweet. Awesome. We will get back to you guys in a second. I'm just trying to get the distance. So after about an hour, Samantha, you are just up in the air. You've done a lot of flying recently. Um, you do watch as you guys land back at the camp. Um, as you're there, you watch as this A Corper sort of like falls down on his all fours as he's like extremely exhausted from carrying any sized human being that far for a while. Um, as you are looking around the camp, Samantha, you do notice like you see the burnt remains of the wagon, um, sort of you, there's not, you don't make out the other dead bird creature that was there before. Um, in the distance, you just see sort of a smaller bird creature. Um, but you do see Naiva hanging out with Ari's dead body just by the, the burnt level. Dead body! Spread ahead! Dive! 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 Nice. So as you approach, Naiva sort of looks up and she's like, do you have the money? I don't remember that, but sure I got money. <laughs> your, your friends, they, they need to give the money to Maurice to heal this girl. Naiva sort of like lifts her hands apart as this blue teleportation field appears again. You watch as this like ball sort of falls out and you begin to hear Maurice's voice. He's like, so do you have my money? Sure. I need 5,000 gold pieces. Okay. 5,000, huh? As you drop the 5,000 gold pieces inside, um, you sort of like it's quiet for a second, and then you hear Maurice's voice again. Well, I guess you have enough money. Um, I should warn you a little bit about this spell. It's not uh, not the most foolproof. Are you sure you still want to use it? Yep. Give me the motion, dear friends, crazy old Maurice. All right. Well, thank you for your time, man. Please continue to set up my shops. I, I hope my cart is doing well. Yeah. Oh, yes. Lovely. And with this, you watch as a, a scroll falls out of this teleportation fill, and the ball zips back in as the scroll lands in front of you. Da, 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 da. Um, I, I read the scroll, and I say the words on the scroll, and I cast the spell. Nice. So, as you cast the spell on Ari, um, you begin to sort of Feel this rushing within yourself as magic is being drained by you. Um, you watch as like the spell, the scroll that it's on begins to start burning as the words begin to burn out of the spells. You watch as almost this like golden mist begins to start circling around Ari's body. Um, suddenly you watch as like she begins to be like lifted up per se. Ari, as um, you begin to feel this tugging back to your body as your soul begins to reunite with it. Um, suddenly, as this like golden light illuminates Ari, finally it just like evaporates as Ari sort of like falls back on the ground. At this point, Ari, you do wake up. Yes. Ari, as you wake up though, um, you realize there's something a little bit wrong with you. Um, you feel a little bit heavier and a little bit taller as some of your more human-like joints and features has sort of left your body. 
At this point, Ari, um, your race is now an orc instead of a half-orc, as you no longer have any human qualities about you. Okay, more to love. More to love. <laughs> and we're going to end the session right there. Oh, nice job. Oh, snap. Dang, that was good. That was really good. That was nice. Good job, Oh, no, no. You guys, this is so bad. Why? Awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening tonight. Woo! Bye! Oh, good. Hey, Bye, guys. Hello, 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 hello. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, Bye! Bye. Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfie. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Eden. You can check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Even with the party successfully reviving Ari, it seems she has undergone some drastic changes. Being morphed into a full orc has a, probably a terrible effect on Ari, and it's the last thing she ever wanted. It will be intriguing to see how she handles this new development. Do you think it will go well? What do you think the party's going to do now? Are bad omens on their way? Find out next time on The Dungeon House.